This is the Bender Six Pod with your hosts, Joey Kanji and Matthew Spaniolo. Okay, so welcome back to the Six Bender Pod. Um, yeah, so last time we talked to you guys, uh, there were actually games going on. Uh, and now we are basically in sport purgatory. And we're in purgatory with everything because of COVID-19, which is insane. Because literally a week ago, like two days ago, I wanted to watch the Leafs in, in TD Garden. And now it's like nothing. Uh, so yeah, it's been hard. Uh, we're going on, how long has it been since the things got canceled? Um, a week? Things got canceled officially on Thursday, but I don't think there's really been any sports since Wednesday, so we're looking at like five days now? Yeah, like, it's not been... It feels like a month. I know, right? Like, literally... I feel like time's going by so much slower. And, like, I think this is when, like, we kind of, like, take it or we take for granted the whole, like, aspect of, you know, entertainment and also, like, looking at um, even, like, our daily jobs. Like, you know, if you go to work or if you friggin' go to school, like, you can't do any of that now, which is... Well, where I work, because I work in, like, the service industry, I'm just, like out of work until this all blows over basically they basically yeah. just like and like yeah so it's kind of shitty but oh it is like yeah. i have like one of my friends like a couple people i know that started working for uh for pro sport teams uh they were supposed to have training uh on the thursday where everything officially shut down so like when the mlb seized uh, operations the nhl like we could go through the whole entire list but we're not going to because i'm sure if there's any service or league that you think would be closed, odds are it is. Because, you know, this whole entire thing is just unreal. Like, it's almost mm-hmm. gotten to a point where, like, there's, it's almost like when you get literally put under lockdown and you're going to have, like, a curfew that you're going to have to abide by. It's almost, like, it feels like it's an over-dramatized apocalypse, it feels like, but... Not to say that the severity of the cause is not serious, but still, like, it's, like, you can't even go outside and, like, just even see everybody. You go to a parking lot, it's empty. Um, But. Anyways, like, back, I saw a funny tweet, I think it was yesterday, or this this morning. This is our only four um, by the way. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, you know, uh, Mike Stevens on Leafs Twitter, the one that works for Yahoo?, Yes, there's like six of them apparently. I had I had a good conversation with Mike Stevens. I reached out to him and we had a we had a good back and forth. We haven't really talked since then. Oh, but cool. uh, but he's he's a really cool dude. Like he's yeah, really, I have really a, chill. I have a friend who interviewed him for a few stories for uh for for school last year. He's the Trevor Moore fan club. Yeah. So anyways, he said he said man, I would trade in. Oh, staying up until 1:30 a.m. to see the Leafs lose in a zero-zero shootout. <laughs> Yeah, I would I would take that over this any day. I take, can't believe I was taking that shit for granted. <laughs> Something along to, those lines. Honest to God, yeah, because like think about it, like everyone was complaining about that so much. God, I, I and I, I, we all were like, this is stupid, this is ridiculous. 
you know, we stayed up until like one in the morning for nothing. And now like what, like not even a week later, like all of this drops and you're just like, oh, I feel pretty dumb. I hate the shootout, but man, do I just want to watch one? <laughs> Honest, dude, like literally the the first uh, I posted on my Snapchat story, um, but no one follows me on Snapchat, so it's fine. Um, I posted uh, I was so bored. It was like the middle of the day on Saturday because there was supposed to be hockey night in Canada. And then, of course, there wasn't, which is a shame. Um, but basically what happened was I got so bored, I literally went back and watched Game 7 2013. The, you know how on YouTube they have the, the the whole third period, like, unedited on, or, like, oh, obviously edited for the commercials, but, like, all Why that would you stuff, do that like, to yourself? I had nothing to do. Like, it's getting to a point where, like, I'm doing things. I mean, you try that but the same night sportsnet was showing the austin matthews four goal debut game yeah but like i've seen that too many times like i needed something new yeah but and, at least like, it wouldn't I... make you all all upset after no because like okay with with that one i've kind of come to peace with it because like in hindsight you're kind of like okay this team was garbage yeah that what, team was garbage what, what would have been game seven what was boston doing what would have been mental is if I went and watched uh, the last two Game 7s, which I did not do. But I don't know what it was, but I went every single time that the Leafs played the Bruins, I always had to watch it. Like, I always had to watch the previous Game 7 to be like, okay, you know, this isn't going to happen. You know, trying to, like, not psych it out, but trying yeah. to, like, hope that, you know, I wouldn't have to go through that again. And then, obviously, I went through it again. So... It doesn't help. So, you know, those should not. Also, what's really funny about the last Game 7 that the Leafs lost and that they posted on YouTube, uh, in the description box, they put it as the Toronto Blue Jays instead of the Leafs. And they haven't changed it. And they haven't changed it to this date. So that's one of the only reasons why, if you ever want to watch that video, just, like, pull up the the description bar. And it's just hilarious. those, Those are memories that I don't want to bring back. I mean, at this point, there. I guarantee you, like the like for example, the Boston uh, sports broadcast, like uh, NESN. Like I guarantee you, they're probably going to show stuff like that, hundred percent, because mm-hmm. it, it was it was a big moment in in Boston sports. Even though, let's face it, the Bruins. Like I don't. Would you call the Bruins an afterthought? in Boston cuz like you know, like it's Patriots and Celtics and then I mean like other else? sports teams have like a very good following like that's the thing like they have the like the Patriots are obviously probably number 1 but then the Celtics are huge there too and so are the Red Sox and then the Bruins are also like selling out every game and everything and like so like they're just Boston is just like a sports city it is like like you can't really say like one is oh okay I think the Red Sox there take the cake, but you can't say like any sports team there suffers. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, obviously, like you could argue like the Red Sox are now because of the whole sign stealing scandal. Which would can I just say that this whole virus thing benefits the Houston Astros so much? Oh my God, so much. <laughs> because I I I feel like it's a running joke on both. Well, it's it's a running joke on the Nosebleeds show, but like we literally just like ripped on the Astros for like I think like what the first three or four episodes like it was pretty it was pretty it was a bad time 
And then the best yeah. was I was looking for reviews for uh, for MLB the show because so considering there's going to be no baseball for God, I don't even know. According to the CDC, uh, which you posted in the uh, the group chat that we have, uh, it's going to be a minimum. I think they said what a minimum of eight weeks eight until. Weeks. Until Eight weeks of no gatherings of 50 people or more. It's not a law, but it's recommended. Yeah. And you'd so, assume that, like, the professional sports oh, yeah, they, are going they, to they follow go, that recommendation. Yeah, they go into that. But also, like, the thing that sucks about this is, like, it's such a, uh, a growing issue. Like, you know, it could be this one day, and then the next day it's like, oh, it's going to go until, like, I don't know, like, give me like a random time frame. Like say it's going to go like instead of eight weeks, it takes 12 weeks or so 12 weeks. It takes like, uh, you know, we're not going to get anything back until like the fall. Like it's, it's brutal. And you know, it's almost like, at a point. And I go ahead. We're looking, you were looking at like a real possibility of like all the seasons just, just being canceled. Yeah. And it sucks because like, especially for teams that are like on the verge of making the playoffs in their respective season, it's got to suck for them because they're going to be like, well, that's a waste of time. Like for example, like the Florida Panthers who I think you, I think everyone's seen the Mark Pizik quote, which was the, which was stupid, but we know he's joking. I hope he's joking. If he's not, then I think he deserves a smack in the brain. Uh, but then again, if you smack him, you're going to risk. What was his, uh, his quote again? It, it, it was basically, uh, the team that beats the reigning champions deserves the Stanley Cup. So basically, since I think in their last game they beat the Blues, they're like, huh. oh, he's like, oh, that deserves the the Stanley Cup. Uh, that deserves it's the Stanley Cup by default. Oh yeah, I hope so. Because like <laughs> that's that's pretty insane, and it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, Please beat the Blues gonna, this year. I think they beat the Blues. Oh, no, they only beat the Blues once. After I don't know why I yeah, was mistaken. They, they, they beat them in St. Louis, remember? Yeah, we, we, were, we were all expecting them to get murdered in that game. And then they... They won like 6-1 or something like that. Yeah, they won 6-1. I don't remember what the actual they, score was, but... I think it was 6-3 because I remember like they, they called... A timeout with like the last 30 I don't want to say 30 seconds but Actually, like I think you're right thing. I think at one point it was like a two goal game because I know Hyman got an empty netter in that game yeah I'm pretty it, sure. was, like, it was something along he does those. every game yeah more or less so mm. that's the best way that I can remember that um but I, it's almost like they have like what 16 17 like official losses it's almost like, okay, then those people should be put in the category of, oh, they should be considered. Like, that's so, that would be, and then, like, did you see the the one, like, the, the tweet that, uh, I can't remember who the guy tweeted. I think he's the, one of the Russian uh, reporters. He's, like, a representative for a majority of the Russian. Uh, oh, was it the ones uh, I, um, from the group chat yesterday? Yeah, you, yeah, you the... shared it. I can't remember what the it playoff was. format. Yeah. Yeah, Igor Orenko. Uh, I mean, that's, that, that's that's a weird. Like, yeah. obviously, none of this is confirmed. It's all just speculation. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know about the tweet, I'm gonna go ahead and read it right now. So, Igor Orenko, who is a, uh, he's actually a KHL uh, journalist, but he follows the NHL. I think he's a commentator and commentates in Russia. 
but he tweeted this is all he tweeted in english by the way i think he tweeted in english yeah he did yeah so it said hearing the nhl considers 24 teams to get to the playoffs with a playout round to be played if the season is going to be resumed which i don't know what that okay so then somebody went ahead and uh put the uh proposal in place so this is how it would look so it would look where all what is it like all 31 all the teams. non-playoff teams yeah at so the, the way, moment so the way that it is where it would be round one would be single elimination so the bottom 14 teams from 31 to 24 would play each other so eight would be one seven two and then blah 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 whatever you get the deal so in that it would be Florida and Detroit, which is an easy one for Florida. Um, Ottawa and Nashville. New Jersey, Chicago, Anaheim, Arizona. San Jose, Vancouver. Buffalo, Montreal. And then Minnesota, L.A. And then the winner of those teams, except for the Rangers for some reason, because the Rangers are – oh, because it's 17 v. 16. Okay. So then the lower seeds would then go in to play – teams that are already in the playoffs so it would be i can't read that yeah so the winner of x amount of round ones the the um yeah the top eight teams in the standings would then play and then it would go to the stanley cup final it's really complicated um but if they do this then it's almost as bad as all the mlb rule changes which i'm hoping to god this doesn't happen like it's it's weird. Like I, don't know. I mean, it's it's nice to see the NHL thinking outside of the box for one time for for once. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like thanks but no thanks almost. It's like you know we we appreciate the creativity, you know we understand it, but like no, which like I know they kind Detroit of should want- never have the opportunity to play. Had the opportunity to play in to play to get into the playoffs. It's yeah, it's really it's yeah, really historically because, bad. Yeah, imagine the worst team in the NHL just somehow gets good and wins the Stanley Cup. I mean, it would be a great story for for you know, St. Louis last year if you think about it. Well, yeah, but St. Louis actually like went on that run and yeah. made the playoffs. Like Detroit, they didn't just is, get lucky. <laughs> Detroit and and Ottawa, I think, have like a almost like a 20-plus point difference in In their last and second last. Yeah, which is insane because, like, I don't think I've ever seen a team this bad, like, in any sport in my life. Like, it's been been bad. Remember when we were saying the Avalanche team from a few years ago was bad? This is even worse. Oh, that makes that team look amazing. And what's funny is that that team was horrible – and then the next year, like, they went on to, like, the second round, I think. Like, they went on to... Yeah, that was, like, McKinnon's breakout season. It was. That was the season where I think he deserved the heart. But it's okay, because Taylor Hall deserves the heart. Which, now he deserves the draft lottery, because Arizona's been bad. But it's okay. We don't have to worry about this now. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's nothing. Um, yeah. But I guess this is a nice segue into talking about uh, how the virus impacts um, a bunch of the staff workers that are on uh, on the payroll. So up until yesterday, 
uh, I believe the Leafs uh, and a bunch of other teams were coming out and basically saying, okay, we're going to put this program in to help our, our staff who are basically being sent home to quarantine because, you know, we don't, A, we don't want them getting sick and B, you know, we don't want them to lose income. Uh, and every team had that, but two teams were, were dragging their feet and it was the Jets and the Flames, which if you read the Flames, apparently the, the staff got an email saying like, you know, we're not going to pay you, which was really ridiculous because it's like, okay, why? They're owned by billionaires. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you guys want a new arena, you want this, you want that, and then you're not even going to pay like, you know, a minimum people wage keep, employee. And the, the people that literally keep it functioning. Exactly, yeah, which is unreal. And then, of course, they came out later and said, okay, okay, we'll, we'll do it because, obviously, it was horrible PR for them. And then I think the Jets just did not – like, they said nothing the Jets, about it. The Jets are still doing nothing about it, I don't think. I haven't heard I anything. Think, I think they put out a program, like, at least as of right now. Like, cause you'd have to think, like, I'm sure that they might have had something in uh, – in the works, they just didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to, like, I guess, spread false hope is the best, like, I don't want to say, like, covering up, but, like, that's the only logical thing I can get out of that. But then it also, well, like... I read this this tweet. Um, the the Jets are, like, are partially owned by the richest man in Canada who's worth something, like, I don't know the exact number but he was worth like let's just say it was like 5.7 billion or whatever and there's x amount of employees there's that work there and if he paid a hundred thousand dollars no if he paid fifty thousand dollars to each of them which is probably more than what's needed for the time that they're going to miss to each employee there he'd still be worth 5.7 billion dollars <laughs> Yeah, I think what it is, it's either A, they don't know how to do it, or B, they just don't want to do it, which both are bad. Um, yeah. Which, like, you know... Like, even for, like, the going back to to Toronto, like, this Team Toronto initiative, like, like, I don't think it should be something that the players and coaches and staff need to worry about, but... Yeah, like, the Flames... It's nice to see the... Yeah, like, it's nice to see it, and I think... And, yeah. With, uh, with Calgary, they, they came out with a GoFundMe page. So they basically came out and, uh, you know, I don't I can't remember who did it. It might have been an actual, like, either it was a, an employee or uh, just a fan or, like, a journalist came out and was like, okay, let's put this fund in place so that we can compensate those that are losing income. And then, like, I think, like, I know Milan Lucic donated like $100,000, or no, he donated $5,000. And then one by one, the players started donating about like $5,000 to the cause. And then the organization, once they saw this, and they probably got a bunch of backlash from their players because they're like, hey, you want a new arena and this, this, that. And like, you're not even going to like, you know, pay people. Like, that's bad. Like, it's almost as bad as like, did you hear what Tim Hortons was doing? Like, they weren't going to go and compensate people that have the virus like you need like a sick note and stuff like that yeah well now like all the governments are saying like a sick note isn't needed and you have to do it now but 
that was before that the government made those decisions yeah like it's really it's it's sticky it's a very sticky mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. uh but like, thankfully it's understandable if like if like these are like small businesses who literally probably can't afford it but you're talking about multi-billion dollar professional sports organizations like be better yeah like i think also like looking at it this way like again like it isn't much and it sucks because like especially like going back to like my friend as an example like you've just started the job like training and everything and you're just like oh it's okay you were you're uh you can't really do anything and you're just like okay like i'm happy that i can you know basically sit at home and make money but like i'm gonna be bored like literally if you yeah if you like follow any like sport twitters or whatever like it's been boring like it, it's so boring um yeah so, the only good thing going on right now is is the um nfl free agency yeah that's the only thing that like and if you don't if you aren't and what's funny is that like Okay, the like I think people were getting pissed off at the NFL because they were like, oh, they aren't canceling, you know, whatever and blah blah. But blah, they don't blah, need blah. to necessarily be meeting people. Yeah, like like oh, in person like, for free agency. agency. Like I understand why they're still keeping it going. Yeah, free agency you can do electronically. Like you can yeah. go, you can go ahead and uh, just call them up and if you want to like meet with them or like do like Skype interviews because I know like that's part of the process well, yeah, as well. Can, yeah, you can do Skype interviews, you can do phone calls, you can fax Conference the contract. Yeah. So you can, like, sign it and then, like, send it back. Yeah, like, like, like I understand why, because, like, the NFL season doesn't start until September. But the thing is, if they shorten their off-season calendar, then that leads to delays in the season for September and stuff. And, like, I'm sure if this is still an issue in September, the NFL will... Yeah, and I think also, like... Just that that's so far down the line, you don't want to do... Yeah, and the NFL, like, they were... I don't want to say they got lucky, but, you know, they more or less, like, they kind of lucked out because their season was already done. Everyone else's season was, was still going on. Like, if this happened in, say, I don't know, July, like, the only... Oh, the NFL was screwed. Yeah, if this happened in July, the NFL would be screwed. If it happened in July, baseball would be screwed. But if it blew over by, say, September, October, when basketball and hockey season comes back, then it kind of goes in that cycle and it will, you know, give someone else something to, you know, something to do, something to watch. But the problem is, is that since it happened right now, you know, Okay, like, let's be fair. Like, everything is going to be shut down, and we aren't, like, selfishly, it sucks because we have nothing to do. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you know, we understand it. Like, if you, like, one of my friends on uh, on Thursday before the NHL officially came out and uh, and canceled, or I don't want to say they canceled, uh, suspended is the better word, uh, their season. Basically, he was like, oh, you know, they're not going to cancel it. You know, Gary Bettman just doesn't want to lose any money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, once you see other billion-dollar leagues who are making more than the NHL, like, what are you going to do? Keep, like, are you going to keep it open? Like, that makes no sense to me. 
Like, do you want to make, like, do you want to make money down the, like now when no one else is going to put money into your product and the, the cities and the countries are like, no, we're not going to enforce uh, travel or whatever. Like it was inevitable. I think once the NBA did it on, uh, what was it? Wednesday night. Like once that happened, it was like, okay, every, everything else is going to like, it's going to be like dominoes. Well, and, like, the NBA acted so swiftly on it too like like yeah. respect, respect to them like it's funny because like i can just imagine like you know i'm sure uh the owner has to find out about this before so like i'm, I'm sure that like like for example like the like o- like okc and uh utah, utah? Was, they were supposed to play at like what 8 30 so i'm sure yeah. like at like 7 30 you know, Adam Silver probably found out, like, hey, like, this is the situation. You know, what do you want to do? And he's probably, like, within that half hour, probably contacted all 30 owners. And he's like, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, we're... If this is a positive case, then that's it. We're closing up. Or he probably knew it was a positive case and then just acted quickly to, okay, let's go ahead and cancel everything before you know, say this thing, you know, you know, multiplies from like one person having it to like, you know, six people and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, which, you know, like you said, it was a great call on, on his part because, you know, at the end of the day, he's not just liable for the fans. Like he's liable for, for everybody. He's liable for the owners, the the part-time staff. Yeah. He's liable for a lot of things. So you know, on one hand, he covered his tracks by doing it so quickly. And also, it was a smart thing because it's like, okay, you you went out and you made the decision. Like, you know, it's good PR on you because it's saying you're putting the health and safety of your workers ahead of, you know, just making money. And in the long, like in the short term, is it going to hurt the NBA? Absolutely. Because like, I think I, I forgot what podcast I was listening to. It might have been the SDP one, but it was basically, I think you know, Steve was like, okay, you know, like say the season does come back, like do you continue as normal? Do you, you know, do you have shorten the next season? You know, it's really it's hard. Like this is probably it's worst case scenario for a bunch of businesses, and it's worst case scenario for for you know organizations because they're like okay what can we do here's what we know we're finding out literally daily so and he and it's not like he came out and said like hey we're suspending it like he basically said okay we're gonna go ahead and uh you know like just put a temporary suspension until we know what's happening but you know as days go on we're like this ain't gonna be a temporary suspension which sucks but you know, has to be done, you know? Like, it's... Yeah. It's brutal. So, anyways, let's, uh, let's not be so so bleak. Let's let's move on. So, being stuck at home, I'm sure you've been binge-watching yeah. a lot of... Um, what are my, some... So my, what have you been binge-watching? Watch, binge um, I'm gonna be honest, I have not really touched my Netflix account because I'm trying to figure out A, more information, and B, like, assignments are, are still like up in the air i don't know when they're being uh finalized for 
like uh, when I have to submit them and whatever. So like that, that's what I've been worrying about. Um, I've been reading a book, um, which uh, is basically it's for my it's for my course, but it's for uh, it's basically talking about uh, the impacts and just how the 2010 Olympics came to be, which is very interesting. Long, a little long, but it's interesting. Um, as far as like Netflix stuff, I haven't like had an official like show to binge watch. Probably just gonna maybe continue The Office, just because I've been like putting it off and putting it off, and now oh, like, yeah, you I can't finally, can't go wrong with that. Yeah, like now I finally have like a reason to go and binge watch it. Like I still need to finish the first season. That's how like little I've watched of it, which is sad, but. With given the way that things are, it's been uh, it's been it's been brutal. Um, if you hurry up and watch it, then we'll have segments. We can just have the office down all the office episodes. Yes, because it's it might just be the greatest show ever. I mean, true. Uh, as far as like movies, um, I'm trying to think of the last movie that I watched. I think the last movie that I watched was what was it? It wasn't. I think it was the, the Eddie Murphy Dolomite movie, uh, which was funny because Eddie Murphy is, in my opinion, one of the funniest actors of all time. Um, what else did I watch? He's uh, good. He's good. If you want a good time waster, but it's still good, you need to watch The Irishman because it is a phenomenal movie. Um, not as good as like Goodfellas or The Godfather, which if you haven't watched The Godfather, now is a perfect time to watch it. Because See, I've heard. I've heard that the Irishman is really good, but I just hear it's three and a half hours long, and I'm yeah. like, but but here's I don't here's know if I have the I don't know if I have well okay the, uh, first of the all attention span for that okay well first of all now you now you do because you're stuck at home for God knows how long yeah true and and also like here's the thing that people don't really like realize with long movies there's a thing called the pause button. You can watch like I didn't watch the full thing in this in a sitting. Like I think I watched the first hour and a half on like a Sunday night, and then the Monday afterwards I just you know crammed in the last two hours. Like it's a long movie, and it's not perfect by any means. Like there's some awkward parts to it, but like it's still a great movie. Yeah. Like, and I still need what else do I need to watch? I still need to watch Uncut Gems. I heard that was really good. Um. Any movie that people are saying is a good Adam Sandler movie, I am willing to watch it because he has not made a good one in a long time. Yeah, but they're also just good time wasters. Yeah. Um, trying to think of like what else to really like. Um, hopefully going to get MLB the show, which by the time this show comes up, hopefully I will have it because it comes mm-hmm. out officially to the public tomorrow. So hopefully I'll go and grab it. Um, what else? Uh, I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, just a lot of like, you know, sleeping is a big one. Like I've caught up on sleep, Mm -hmm. which is really good because when you're getting up to go to school at like, you know, odd hours in the morning, you kind of lose, uh, you kind of lose how important your, your sleep is and you don't take it as seriously. So that's what I've been doing. Um, mm-hmm. I know what I know what you've been doing, which I know you want to share. Okay. How before I get to that, amazing that is. I just want to say that I've watched 
super bad two nights in a which is an amazing movie and i will watch it again tonight you if can, i have you, to you cannot go wrong with super bad as a movie no it i is, can watch it every single night and not and still laugh all the time at everything i also recommend watching this is the end because yes that's that another is, great this is kind of like movie. messed up messed up timing for it because like it's not the same oh shit yeah it's not the same <laughs> idea but like you you can put two and two together like i don't mean to like sound morbid but like you know if you want to like make light out of the situation that's a good movie uh to go ahead and take light of uh oh, tropic tropic thunder is also one that you can really take a, a lot of entertainment out of um, which I'm sure a lot of people are like, yes. no, you can't watch that movie. It's controversial and da 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 da. Like the movie was made in 2008. Chill. Like you can push. Oh, the- there's so many dopes in Superbad that won't fly anymore. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like the amount yeah. of stuff that like we are so accustomed to growing up with. Like you look at it now and it's just like, what the hell? Like what what can we get? Like what can we say? Like it's really. Mm-hmm. It's really odd. Um, but yeah, it's so, really- yeah, going, going back to what Matthew was pointing at, I decided that number one trending on Netflix was this thing. There's a reality show called Love is Blind. So I'm like, okay, I literally have nothing to do. This looks stupid, but how stupid can it be? Let me check this out. And let me tell you, this is the dumbest thing I have ever seen in in my entire life. Like, oh, so stupid. It was, like, you think it's good to waste time now when you're just stuck at home? No, this is not, this is not it. (laughs) It is just so, oh, God, I don't even, there's not enough um, verbs to describe or adjectives to describe how dumb this is. <laughs> so if you were to say not only watch, if you were to watch that, or I'm trying to think of like what else is like known for being really bad. Um, I'd say cats, but I don't think you've seen it. I've never um, seen that. Yeah, apparently like it was really bad. Um, but would you rather watch? say love is blind or would you rather watch like something like rupaul's drag race oh oh 100 rupaul's drag race there's no way it could be as stupid and as cringy and as pointless and i would just as yeah yeah, it's so so dumb so so i low-key i watched i think like one or two episodes of, of rupaul's drag race it's not that bad like you could get behind it it's it's hmm. Very similar to, like, America's Next Top Model, but it's drag queens. And it's, like, you know, I know that can be triggering for some people, but, like, it really isn't that bad. Like, it really So, have you... So, what you're telling me is you haven't bit the bullet and watched... I have ...any any episodes of of Love is Blind. Okay, I'll tell you this much. I have not, and I have no desire to, unless somebody... Like, okay, say... Like, I had a friend that was trying to, like, get me to watch it, then maybe I would if there was someone else in the room, because I would make so much commentary on it. Like, you know when a show's bad, and you just want to, like, oh, rip yes. it shreds? Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I would do, but I don't want to do it by myself, because I don't want to be, like, that one person who's just, like, 
yelling at their TV screen in the middle of the day. Like, I don't, I don't want to be that. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. In the moment when you're watching it, it passes the time. You're like, haha, you're laughing, but not because it's supposed to be funny, but because of how stupid it is. And then you're just like, you say, okay, cool, that, that wasted a good hour. Then you watch another episode, oh, that wastes another hour. But then when you finish it and then you reflect on the time, you're like, I could have done so much shit, so much better shit with that time. So again, I tell you for the 10th time, because I know you <laughs> haven't watched it. If you watch, I think you should leave. You would think it's stupid, and it is stupid, but it's so stupid that it's brilliant. Like, it is literally one of the fu- – and you can finish it in an hour. Like, that's – and, like, I remember I was watching it with my friends on New Year's, and we were all, like, kind of drunk, and it made it extra funny. What show is this? It was. It's called I Think You Should Leave. Uh, it's by Tim Robinson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you watch it – which I already know after we stop recording, you're not going to watch it. Um, like if anybody listens to this, please watch it because it's so stupid that it's hilarious. And like, like, uh, I don't want to give away too many of the skits. Like I, I kind of want to, but like, I kind of don't want to. Cause like, it's almost like you want to like watch the show for yourself just to like, see how bad it is or not how bad, or how great it is. What am I saying? They're going to make a second season, man. Like, because they're going to make a second season. You know it's going to be good. Um, but just to mm-hmm. paint the picture on one of the skits, uh, it's basically uh, this one dude uh, put a sticker on his the bumper of his car saying, honk if you're horny. And then this one guy who's right behind him, sitting in traffic, sees the sticker and starts honking his horn like crazy in broad daylight saying like yes that's me i'm that person (laughs) and i'm just like dying it's one of my like i think that one's my favorite and then there's another one that's also really really hilarious which i don't i don't want to give away too much because a lot of it is just like that's my phone come on man um but yeah that's more or less what it is like Mm -hmm. you need to watch it yeah i probably will end up checking it out well we're locked inside. I mean, like, for me, I'm going on week one, like, near the end of week one in quarantine, because, like, I think I officially started my quarantine Friday afternoon, because I had a class, um, which was really, like, it was really weird just seeing, like, like, after, like, going into my cl- like my class, there was a bunch of people, and then when I left, it was just empty, and I was just yeah. like, oh, shit, this is serious. Yeah, well... Like, I've still been going to, like, friends' houses. Like, that's where I've been the last three nights, just to hang out there. It's better than, like, hanging out with, like, a bar or whatever during these times. Yeah. Like, if, if you know your so, friends like, are, are clean, then yeah, it's not it's not as big of a risk as you're around a big group of people. But still, like, take precautions. Like, don't be, don't yeah. be an idiot. Well, like, last night my friend said, hey, come over. I set my, my Wii up again. So we're just going to play... Wii Sports and NHL Hits 2002 on from the GameCube, and I'm like, that sounds like a very fun night. So, so that's what run, we did. So we Sports tournament. I just hmm? imagining you running over like freaking Tasmanian Devil, just like I need to play this. Like, yes, I haven't played Wii Sports in years, and I f- just re- and I discovered how fun it is, and how I regret 
getting rid of my Wii, and I should have kept. I was I was low key debating like I was you ever like go through your phone and you're like I should text this person but then you realize like I shouldn't because of the circumstance like I was debating yeah. on like texting like one of my friends because like I left my GameCube controllers at his house and he has Smash Bros Ultimate for the Switch and I I, I kind of want to like be like hey like I know like we're in the middle of like a like a pre a pandemic wanna, yeah like a pre- I call it a free. Okay, yeah, I'd say it's a pandemic. I know, like, it's a very serious time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm pretty clean. I'm bored. Like, can we just like settle it and smash? And like, I'm sure they would probably agree. But like, you know, you don't want you don't want to take any any risks, which I I understand. Yeah. But man, but man it sucks. Like, there's literally nothing. To I do. really want to just go out and. And buy a Wii for like thirty bucks. I still have the games. I have no remotes either, but um, like if I had to like like I got a few games off Amazon, like a few old DS games. Like, did you ever play like the WarioWare games where they're just like really goofy mini games? I got yeah. like I got one of those. Uh, what else did I get? I got um. Did you play Advance Wars as a kid? Because I just recently got it, and I no. really wish I played it. It's kind of like it's like a basic RPG with like tanks and and stuff. Like it's 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 fun. It's a time waster. Um, what yeah. else is a good game? Well, like what? me, what? Well, I still have like an old N64, but the thing is, it doesn't hook up to any of the TVs that we use. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're all like HDMI, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, we actually there, ordered. There's a way. There's a way you can do it. Like yeah, well, we I, ordered on Amazon like the special like cord for. Oh, is it like, is it like, uh, wait, they don't have RCA? Yeah, I think it's like an HDMI to RCA connection. Oh, I I should, I should look into that because like the... Yeah, so we ordered it, so hopefully it comes in soon before everything gets shut down, which I have a feeling it eventually will. So then I can at least just play Mario Kart on the N64. That is not a bad time waster at all. Like, I was literally debating on like... Like some of my poor, some of my poor friends are, are still working because a lot of them work in retail. Which, by the way, just I, I just have to say this: what if if you know that there's like a pandemic in the world, why why are you going and shopping at like Sport Check and like yeah. stuff like that? Like why? No, I have a friend who works at a at like a store in the mall that just sells like jerseys and like a bunch of like sports apparel like that. It's a small store, so it's just him in there, and he's. His whole shifts, he just stands by the cash register and watches Netflix on his tablet. And yeah, that's it. Like, because like, there's know, like nobody that, there. I know that um like one friend I know, I think she works at a like shoe company or some like shoe store, and there's like barely any people in there and she's sitting on cash and she's bored out of her mind. I'm just like, dude, like and she's like, I feel bad if I call in sick. I'm like, um, they're not going to miss you if you call in sick, dude. Like like mm-hmm. straight up. Like they, they really could care less. And then another poor friend of mine, because she works at a store, um, and then the Markham, the Markham location closes, but the one where I am in Richmond Hill is like, oh no, we're gonna be open. And it's just like, why? Like that's so stupid. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, okay, we're gonna close the Eaton Center, but we're gonna keep like uh, Fairview open. Like that doesn't make any sense. But what do I yeah. know? I don't, I don't run a business. I guess. I don't know, like friggin' shirts and stuff is more important. 
Like, what, are they, like, do people, like, burn their clothes afterwards? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just me. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's really, it's really weird. Like, it, even to go as far as, like, did you see, like, that dude that bought a shit ton of hand sanitizer, and now he's, oh, like, trying, and he's he has, trying, like, 18,000 like, bottles of it or something? Yeah, and he's trying to, like, auction it off. Like no, he was off. trying to resell it all, but all those like resale sites like blocked the sales of like hand sanitizer and toilet paper and all that kind of stuff. I mean, would so he's anybody? just stuck with it now. Yeah, he feels like an idiot. I mean, like okay, in his defense, he's loaded for the end of the world, but like, come on. Uh, speaking of well, speaking of stuff that's like prohibited. Uh, the MLB just—I just got a notification on my phone that they temporarily prohibit all scouting, which is really not breaking news because I think you know any news of something closing now is kind of like—I don't want to say like redundant, but it's kind of like just expected. Exactly, it's almost like principle at this point. It's like okay, mm-hmm. like you might as well like close everything. Um, but yeah, it's been bad. Um. It's gotten to a point where I also got so bored that I booted up uh, NHL 20, and I decided just just for just for fun to you know like those uh those those uh. Oh, my phone is ringing. Tell them to Sorry go away. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> hear. You. I, I can't hear your phone at least on my end. I'm sure like somebody. Oh, I don't know if it picked up on the mic or not, but. I I think mine did. Yours didn't. So. Okay. People, people, people will yell at me over you. Let's just be okay, real. Okay, that's um, good. I know. I, I can take it. It's okay. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, damn it, your phone lost my train of thought. Um, uh, I was saying something about. God, what do I even? I don't even know. Damn it, your phone, man. I'm um, sorry. Okay. And you know what? Um, Want to just move on to. Uh. What to the. Oh, I think the meat was, of this. Yeah, we can we can do the meat of it. So, uh, many or many of you that probably listen to the show that are probably like, "What the hell are they gonna do without sports?" Easy, you make content for the people, because why not? Even though we're not getting paid to do this, we're bored and this is our therapy. So shut up. Anyway, so we decided as uh, a collective group because baseball season was supposed to start. Uh, the end of this week, or no, end of next week, sorry. Um, what we wanted to do was we wanted to basically talk about uh, talk about baseball because we ha- we've kind of neglected baseball, like in general, with our show. Um, but what we did was we decided to talk about our favorite baseball memories, Blue Jays memories primarily, um, and we were going to make an all-time Blue Jays list. Uh, I think you said uh, all time, all time roster per se. Yeah. So basically, like players that we uh, grew up lo- like loving when we were kids, or just players that we think were the best of their positions in in the history of the franchise. Yeah. E- either one, whatever. It, it was up to it was up to our discretion. So yes, this is very opinion based. You can. De- Debate about it with us on Twitter. Call us out on it. We'll probably post our list on on Twitter as well. Maybe we'll run a poll to see. Uh, yeah, we, we, we probably can. Better. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. 
yeah, more or less, that's that's what we're gonna what we're gonna do. So, um, I guess is there like a specific position you want to like start with first, or um, like, how, let's how do you go. so? So uh, what we decided to do was because we didn't want the list to get watered down if we did like a full like 25 man roster or whatever. So just for the so what we're doing is uh three starting pitchers, a closing pitcher slash relief pitcher, it doesn't matter. Um and then we're doing one of each uh other posi- of each uh one of each position like first base, second base, third base. Okay. So on and so on. Three outfielders, not really specific to like center, left, or right, at least in my case. And then yeah. a DH. Okay. That that's fair. Okay, so I guess we'll start. Do we want to start with pitching first? Yeah. Yeah. You can you can start. You do your three starting pitchers. Okay. So my we're different. So my ace, I think, is going to be your ace regardless because everyone's going to pick this one. Uh, but Roy Holiday would be rounding out that rotation. At, one, just because, I mean, why would you go against Roy Holiday? He's one of the best pitchers of all time. Uh, number two, it's hard. Two is hard. Two, I would say, uh, does it have to be they, they played with the team for their whole career? Or could it no. be like they just had... It could have oh, been oh. Any, any time period. Uh Okay. Uh, so for uh, for pitcher number two, I'm. Are you thinking go, about this on the spot right now? Um, no, because I'm battling between like two or three names. That's. Why. Oh, okay, okay. I just, it's I, not. I just, it's not like no, no, I'm not like. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I know that he has not pitched. Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to go with him. He, he's he's on honorable mentions. He's not there yet. Okay, we'll mention honorable at the end. Yeah. Uh, so After. I'm going to go number two on my list is going to be uh, – what's the word I'm thinking of? Or what word? What am I saying? What's the name I'm thinking of? Uh, I'm torn between two – I'm going to go and say, just because he was here mid-postseason, Marco Estrada is number three. He's not number two, but he's number three. He's number three. And then number two, uh, considering he was only here for, like, a little bit, the reason why I'm torn is because they're two old names, and one guy wasn't always – a pitch like a starter. He was a reliever as okay. well. Whichever like, one you don't pick, let's you can put in your honorable mentions list. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with my number two is gonna be Jimmy Key because Jimmy Key was at the very least one of the best pitchers in the '80s and was great all the way up into the '90s when they won the World Series. That's that's a little surprising. So, uh, wait, my, so my your three pitchers then? No, no, we'll do that at the at the okay, end. Honorable okay, fine, fine, fine. If fine, you fine. want. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, so yeah, Just my pitchers the, are Roy Halladay, so, so your three. Roy Halladay, Jimmy Key, and Marco Estrada. Which more or less, Marco Estrada was basically for 15 and 16. I know 17, 18, he fell off, but that's because of his back. 
Like, if he just stayed healthy, I guarantee you he probably would have, like... Marco Estrada at his best was unreal. Like, especially with his, like, just... If, he just needed two pitches. It was, it was great. Fast, his fastball, that was more or less a breaking ball and a changeup. That's all he really yeah. needed. Like, his changeup was deadly. Um, yeah. Yeah, and if he, I guarantee you, if he stayed healthy in 2015 and we won that game, that will not be mentioned because that game is forever tainted because of that friggin' Ed Sheeran kid who I want to smack the upside Amish boy. Yes, the Ed Sheeran Amish boy is what we're going to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that ruined my 2015 run. Mm-hmm. Also, my also my religion teacher said that they were going to lose, but she was a she was kind of a bitch anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um. So are you, are we gonna go with your pitchers now, or do you want me to go? Yeah, through I'll go with my pitchers. We'll go okay. position by position. Okay, um, okay I'm curious so. to see. Who, I have I have a name that you're gonna probably put that, okay, I, so, that yeah. I know I missed out on. I have so yeah, we agree on Roy Holiday being the number one, Obviously. number, and number two, I have the guy that many Jays fans. Say was actually better than Roy Holiday. I but knew I, you, I knew you I, were going with this. One. I unfortunately have never seen him play, but looking at his numbers, wow, was he great? Dave Steeb. Yeah, I was I was toying with Dave Steeb and Jimmy Key, but Jimmy mm-hmm. Key, in my opinion, was. I mean, he won two. all oh, did Dave Steeb ever win a World Series? I think he did. I'm Google. I, I don't think he ever won. Yeah, because he only. I know he has the. He retired. He has early. like the only no hitter in Blue Jays in Blue Jays franchise history. He does. You're right. Um, but he, as he got older, he started to kind of regress a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I, actually, uh, I don't know. He, he, he. For what he was, he was really great. He was basically with the franchise for 15 years, which was unreal. Well, that's another reason why he got put on the list is because of his longevity. Oh, he did. He did win the a World Series. Yeah. Oh no, he didn't. Because he was. He said he was there in '92, which they won the World Series in '92. Um, but he says he doesn't want. He didn't win a World Series. That's. Uh, I guess they. they traded him. Or maybe he maybe he was uh, hurt or demoted because he wasn't great. He only played 21 games in '92, '93. Maybe he was put in the minors. Anyways. Uh, Moving but, on, okay. my third, so, Steve, yeah. my third starting pitcher will be Roger Clemens. Like, he wasn't here for long, but he was dominant for the two seasons that he was in Toronto as a he had Cy Young, and was at the time he was here like one of the one of the top pitchers in baseball. So I couldn't ignore that. I had to put him on on the list. We don't pick cheaters no i'm kidding um i knew clemens was probably gonna get brought up mm-hmm. um okay so who's your closer slash reliever my closer slash reliever is pretty hard just because we haven't had that many of like mentioned mm-hmm. in franchise history um i'm trying to think of like who was there? Um, it's hard, man. It's really hard. Um, I was originally going to go with a certain young player 
who um what who will remain nameless because you know whatever the case may be he was he's pretty bad um but i am going to go with um do i want to go with this name yeah i'm gonna go with this name so i am going to go with because actually, oh no, he wasn't really a save uh, closer for long. Never mind. Does it have to be reliever or does it have to be closer? Reliever slash closer doesn't matter. Um, I'm torn between two names because, um, you know, oh I know, um, uh, what was I thinking of? I mean, they haven't really had one for. Oh, uh, oh, wait, what am I saying? Uh, perfect name, which I know is probably going to be yours, uh, is Tom Henke. Yeah, because that's, yeah, so, that's because exactly I, what I have. Because he's the best closer for uh, the team and in, in franchise saves, all time saves leader. Yep. And, like, yep. and uh, his numbers were really good. Looking back at them, yeah, he was uh, he was pretty good, I would say. Yeah, um, he wasn't. We got him from the Rangers, which was hilarious because. Texas, I guess, didn't know how to use him, so they're like, "Here, you do this," and we're like, "Okay, let's turn him into like the best closer in franchise history." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. just for a hot minute. It looked like uh, Roberto Osuna was about to uh, be better than him, but then he got himself into some trouble, and now we don't speak of him anymore. But yeah, he's kind of been blackballed from franchise history, which I'm not against because no, I'm not against it at I all either. I don't that shit. Yeah, that, that stuff's bad. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think we can all agree Pat Henke is gonna be the the closer. Tom Henke. Oh, I, I was looking. I was looking at a. I don't even know what the hell. Pat Henke. Henke. I was looking at. Uh, yeah, I was looking at a. Yeah, I was looking at Pat Gillick for some reason. I don't know. Oh, why. okay. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess this kind of goes into the whole position player. All right, so, yeah. Now. So, I'll go. I'll start with catcher, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. Um, This one, Jay's up until they, they had this guy really didn't have a permanent catcher for long. It was like every year they had, every year or two, they'd have like just a different catcher. So, I just put Russell Martin just because he was a fan favorite. You know, probably one of the best defensive catchers in the game, especially when he was at the time when he was on the Jays and played a huge part in the Jays 2015 and 2016 uh, playoff runs. So, yeah, Russell has my pick for that. Originally, I was going to go with Russell Martin, but then I remembered another guy from my childhood. Um, he played – well, he put – what am I my childhood? What am I saying? Um, he played primarily in the in the eighties for the Jays. Um, he is also a actually no, I'm gonna change my pick. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't want to go. I don't want to copy Russell Martin, but like, um, I mean, when you look at who else was on like the catching position, there really wasn't that much. Like I hope that one of either Danny Jansen or Reese McGuire changes that for me. Um, I, I really another, like, I really like like Danny Jansen though. Yeah. I had another, I think he'll, player, do, he'll be really well. 
had another player I was thinking about doing, but after recent circumstances, I took him off the list. And I'm also going to go with Russell Martin. And I'll explain why in my honorable mentions thing later. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so we agree on that. So, for first base, I have I have Edwin Encarnacion. He just, like, the way he transformed his career, like, the Jays picked him up off, off of waivers, I'm pretty sure, from, like, the Reds, and he was just a nobody. And he just came out of nowhere, became one of the best, like, power hitters in baseball, and really flourished at, like, the first base position. Like, I remember when, like, he was, like, terrible playing defense. But then, like, he, he turned into, like, a pretty pretty solid first baseman, like, on defense as well. And hit one of – hit a clutch, few clutch home runs for the Jays, too, especially in those in those playoff runs from a few years back. So, and also, like, he was one of my favorite players to watch, too. So, yeah, Edwin Encarnacion was my pick for first base. Now, you see, with that – um, I was going to go with Edwin, but for the DH, so you already know my DH. Um, okay. You're welcome. See, I, I, I have a true DH for that. You'll see when we get there. Oh, God, I really don't. Oh, I know where you're going with this. I mean, do I want to pick Edwin? Um, I mean, a part of me wants to pick Edwin, but there's another player that I remember from my childhood who was really, really good. He was only here for about five years. Um, he's played in total in his MLB career. He's played, uh, close to six, uh, he's played almost 15 years. Um, he's still pretty young. He's only 43. So he's recently retired. Um, I'm going to go with Lyle Overbay on this one. I was considering him just cause like, cause like when he was here, he was a typical first baseman. Like he would hit, like he didn't really hit a lot of home runs, but he got on base, like, he didn't strike out that much, at least. He was like, a fan favorite, for too, for whatever reason. He was. I think he was, was also a bit of a scapegoat at the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but for, for what he did, like, he did pretty good for, he you was, know. He was your prototypical first baseman for that era of baseball. Exactly, yeah, that's why I picked him. And also, like, I'm sure if you want to compare him and Edwin's defense – I would pick that Overbase. for a reason. Uh, I would pick Overbase for sure. Yeah. Uh, I love Edwin, and Edwin deserves to be on the list, um, but just not as a first baseman. Like I don't remember him primarily as a first baseman. I remember him as DH. Well, him and Smoke. But the, but the, prob- the problem is when we, get would, to our, would platoon. when we get to our DH later, I'm sure we both have the same idea in mind, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, so now we're going to second baseman, I believe, right? Yes, and I think we will both have the same one. Yep. Uh, you can go ahead and say it because we both have it. I mean, yeah, Roberto Alomar, right? Devin Travis. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, it's, it's, I love course. Devin Travis. Don't speak ill of him. I have his jersey in my closet. <laughs> I don't hate Devin Travis, but, like, come on. Are you going to go against the guy who's, no, like, obviously the best not. player like, in franchise history? Literally one of the best second basemen of all time is Roberto Alomar, whose jersey I also have in my closet, by the I way. I also have a Roberto Alomar jersey as well, mm. somewhere. I just don't know oh, where Oh, and is. I forgot to mention this earlier. I just got a Roy Holiday jersey yesterday for free. <laughs> wow. I want one. It was great. I want a Did freaking Roy say I got, jersey, I got. Man. Let's just for say free? I got a connection. Jesus, I want it for free. 
it's so nice. Got the Hall of Fame patch on the on the shoulder. It's really nice. So yeah, anyways, that's just me going on about my obsession with uh, collecting jerseys. So um, trying to flex hard over here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I don't think like there's anything you can really say. Like Roberto Alomar is just like like the, one of the best second basemen of all time. So obviously he's the best in Blue Jays franchise history. Yeah. Like there's really no other names you can argue with, or else you're just an idiot. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say the word idiot, but you're you're not very. No, I'm saying the word idiot. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Fine. We'll go with that then. Um. <laughs> so from there we go to shortstop, which is. No, I have or, or third base, and then or it doesn't matter, whichever. I don't. I don't care whichever one it is. Okay, I think. We, I think we both have the same idea for third okay who do you have for third base uh i was originally going to go with another player who had a great play back in the 90s but after 2015 it's going to be josh donaldson i'm hoping that it's going to be vlad guerrero and replaces (laughs) donaldson but for now it's going to be jd just because he basically came here and said okay i'm gonna turn into what I was last year, 2014, but 10 times better. And, uh, yeah, he did exactly that. He killed every baseball that he saw. He jumped into a bleachers. He jumped into the bleachers where normally that play is no, better no than no Derek Jeter's uh, Oh, it play. is. It okay, is. so, yeah, it's so. More athletic. For third base, I have Troy Gloss. No, no, no. I'm joking, yeah. I have, I have Josh Dominic. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to go, like, I'm trying to think of, like, who else would you have Scott picked. Scott Rowland? <laughs> no, there was another name I was thinking of. Uh, Jose Bautista when he played third for a hot minute? No, no I, it was, um, what was it? He, uh, it wasn't Brett Laurie. It was before Brett Laurie. I can't remember who he, why, why is the name escaping me now? Um, know, I, I still remember the night that they made that for Donaldson and Laurie. Like, Laurie, you know, he was the Canadian kid on the team high energy fan favorite like i remember seeing the response oh he got he, people he got a, hated it he got a great response also the name i was thinking of in the top mm. of my head was aaron hill oh yes no he was a shortstop or second he was he was he more could, of a middle he infielder could play all three yeah that's true and i remember like he had like a little bit of i actually really liked aaron hill he had a little bit of a resurgence with the with the red Sox a few years ago he played yeah. like some Something, then he went to the Giants, and then he just like fizzled out. Yeah, but anyways, what I was saying, what I was saying earlier about like the reaction of Twitter, like the night that the Lowry for Donaldson trade was made, I don't know if it's just like a lot of people not knowing who Josh Donaldson was, but people hated that trade because of Brett Lowry going the other way. Like, I don't know if you if you remember that. That was on Thanksgiving in 2014, I believe. Was it? It was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just remember like I'm trying. I was, like, but like I was like, are you guys crazy? Like, this guy's like legit, like top five third baseman in all of baseball. And I thought that at the time of him too. And it was like, it was like, yeah, Laurie was great and like fan favorite and all that, but he's way it's, better. <laughs> it's funny because like I think people were attached to him because they had the Canadian like t- like badge yeah. like notched on him. But then like it's because they didn't know who Donaldson was because he played. In, in uh, yeah, he played in Oakland. No one really gives a shit about Oakland. Like, sorry, but, like, if you're not going to state, 
God damn it, I dropped my stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So while my audio is going to be shitty for like the next like two seconds because I dropped my mic. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I understand like people like wanted Brett Lurie because like he was a Canadian boy and like everyone could get behind him. But like when you look at what Donaldson did within the last like year, um, like it's bad. It's really, really bad. Like I kind of feel bad for Brett Lurie because like injuries have plagued him his whole career, and I feel like he could have been a lot better than he already was. Like he had definitely had that potential, but like man, injuries just ruined his career, and I just hate seeing that with athletes. Yeah, injuries and overreactions to umpire calls and throwing helmets at him. You know what? I like that about him. I, I love I love players that play with that edge. Okay, so, so I already, I already know, like. So I already know who your right fielder is. Um, but everyone, <laughs> well, I just have three outfielders. I didn't really go like. Like, like okay, fair enough, fair enough. Like, um, it doesn't. So now shortstop. Shortstop. Ooh, that's hard. I was torn between two names, but if I one made, of those names I, is Jose Reyes, my decision. No, okay, no. Not, trust me. When Jose Reyes. Reyes first came here, I was so happy. And then, like he Jose Reyes, was one of my favorite players when he was on the Mets. He was like one of my favorite players to watch. So I went out and I bought a Jose Reyes jersey when it, when that happened and. His time in Toronto, I guess you can say, was a giant fart. He did, did it did not pan out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, so yeah. Now you say now that you guys know it's not Jose Reyes. I have Tony Fernandez as mine. That is a great choice. Now it's also my choice because, I mean, there were a few, but. You, you can't go wrong with, with Tony Fernandez. Like that was the yeah. universal choice. Mm-hmm. It was I was I was considering Tulowitzki just because of like the time that he played, but Tony Fernandez won two World Series with the Jays and And he was, played longer. Yeah, was on the team longer. So after once I once I saw that or took that into consideration, it was just a no brainer. And like yeah like rest in peace to him now, like just what was about a month to go when he passed away died on my birthday which sucked oh happy birthday Th- thanks god brutal mm-hmm. just bad timing there um uh, but yeah i think tony fernandez this is very uh i think it was easy mm-hmm. to to pick him um so I now I guess at this point now is when you kind of got to go to the outfielder category okay you say your three first this was pretty easy my, for me to come up with. My three are in left field, George Bell. In center field, Vernon Wells. And then, and then in right field, Jose Bautista. That, that, those were all pretty easy. Like I don't think I need to spend much time on them. Vernon Wells was, I think, my favorite player growing up, even though growing up as a kid, I didn't really know shit about professional baseball. But I remember Vernon Wells a lot. Because, like, my dad liked him, and then I, by default, liked him. Um, and, yeah. I loved Vernon Wells. He was, like, he at the time he played, just because he was on Toronto, he was probably, like, one of the most underrated players in the game. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. 
Like I would. And he was still making like all stars, like all star games too. Yeah. But like, true. I just feel like he never got the respect that he deserved because he was he was a great player. He really was. Like he, his whole entire career, he wasn't bad. Like he played good defense for what it was. His you know his power was always there. He had 100 RBIs in his career. Okay, he only hit he hit 100 RBIs three times, over 20 home runs in like almost all of his seasons. And even like okay, his last three years when he was with the Angels and the Yankees, he kind of sucked, but like he was still serviceable. And like he was playing yeah. in a very hitter friendly ballpark, which was Toronto. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. you know it all. He obviously deserves it. He was he almost won. He finished in the top ten in MVP voting in, in two thousand three. Yeah, which was pretty, was pretty insane. Great. Like yeah, man, it was so like like the the early to mid two thousand Blue Jays, or even like a little after that, were so cursed because they put together some like some very good teams. It's just that the Red Sox and Yankees existed, and that was, like, the prime time for them as well. The, the, the 2000s would basically be described as, like, everyone hit the hell out of baseballs, but no one knew how to throw a pit. Or throw no, a pit. but the Jays had pitching, too. I remember, like, their rotation was, like, when they had, like, Halliday and, like, McGowan, who was actually, like, really good. Yeah, like he, just, a few he, just ran, he just randomly fell off one year, and then... When they had Ricky Romero, they were sp- they were at least serviceable, and then they got Burley, and then they got. Dickie. Well, Romero had that one. Romero had that one season where he was like the starter for the American League in the All Star game. Yeah, and I think. And then after, after that, that year, he just fell. He just went off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he could still, if he wanted to, he could probably come back and like try and. He's only thirty five. I, I think he retired because now he does like a bunch of like. Blue Jays alumni stuff and all that, and, like, works closely in, like, the community, like, outreach stuff for the Jays. I mean, it was the wise choice, but, like, he could come back if he wanted to, even, like, for a year. Yeah, just see what he still got, but... Exactly. He, It is what it is, I guess. Okay, so, so now my outfielders, I didn't really do left, right, center. I just kind of lifted up three outfielders there's no way i was leaving one of these guys off the list so yeah we agree on jose bautista and george bell but my other outfielder is joe carter i was gonna go with joe carter off the top of my head but then i look at like okay yeah he had the i'm not discounting the fact that he had the best home run in, in franchise history but like if you look at his numbers like he was great, but like he was more—he was more so. He was above average. I mean, I couldn't ignore career. that home run making the list, so I kind of just had to put him. I couldn't ignore that. I would put him at arguably as the fourth outfielder on the bench, and that's not trying to discredit him. I'm just saying it's true. Like yeah. Because, you know, let's face it, he wasn't amazing. He was good, but he wasn't, like, super-duper gigantic good. No. Uh, he was he was good, I guess. Like, But, like, yeah, like, just that best, home run alone. Like, I couldn't leave him off the list for that. Like, 
Like his best I wasn't even season alive was with the team. His best season time. was with Cleveland, which is weird. Because like if you look at Cleveland, you're like, wow, played there, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, you know, but but yeah, yeah. He hit the biggest home, one of the biggest home runs in probably MLB history. Yeah, so, I would say that. So I had to put him on the list. I couldn't ignore that. You retired Case. the pitcher who gave so, it to him. Mm-hmm. So DH, you want to go first? We both have the same one, so it doesn't matter. It's what? Carlos Delgado, isn't it? You played mostly first base, no? I mean, like, I'm sure he did. But I like, think he mostly he re- played first. What he's listed Because I didn't at, put him in my DH spot. He's listed as a first baseman. But yeah. I remember he was mainly a DH. I have a true DH. If you put Kendris Morales, I'm going to kill you. No, why would I ever do that? Wait, okay, hey. so if it's not Edwin, then who the hell is it? I was actually stuck between two names on this. The one name that I decided to move past was Matt Stairs. <laughs> Mr. Pinch Hitter. Oh my, wait. Hold on. So Hold now I got F on. What? Please don't tell me you're going where I think you're going. Where, where do you think I'm going? Just say it. I have Frank Thomas as my DH. Okay. Many things are wrong with that. Because, okay, as much as I think Frank Thomas is great, and he is great, like, he only played in Toronto for two years. For yes, two but I was years. Looking at, I was looking at true DHs. When I was making this list, because I wanted to make things interesting. But Frank and Thomas was was mainly a first baseman, wasn't he? No, he was DH with the Jays. With the Jays, yeah, but okay, he hit. Oh my, he had one good year, and then the next year he was shit. He only played 16 games the next year. No. I'm sorry, I had to put him. It's no. not <laughs> no. I I I'm. Can I veto that? Like no. You're not putting Frank Thomas as the best DH in franchise history of one. There really isn't many true DHs. Carlos Delgado. Like, who's another I would true argue DH? This. I would argue yes, but he's Carlos listed Delgado. as a first baseman. Okay, then you know what? I'll put Edwin as my DH because he was a DH for a little bit while he was here. And he was here longer. He was here for 10 years. So you're like, swapping Edwin with Delgado? Either or is better than Frank friggin' Thomas. Like there's no there's no way that you could tell me with a straight face you could tell anybody that in a bar they will smack you upside the head. I'm mostly I mean, doing this just because of I hate the DH, so I know, it's just a mockery still, of it. But still, Frank, I, no, I this is the hill I will die on. I am having Frank Thomas as my DH. You might die on it. You might die on this hill. And that's perfectly because fine. Because this is so false. No, that's almost like saying um. What's it? It's almost like saying Thomas Buchanan was a great Leaf because he was here for like what, 15 games plus yes, the playoffs. He's a Leafs legend. He scored a big goal in the playoffs one time. Yeah, and that game that they should have won and they didn't because friggin'. Oh, that was the game where Bergeron was injured. Yeah, right? that was the gimme game, and then they had to play 2013 and come back from 3-0 and that or 3-1, and then they completely shot the bed. <laughs> like no. no. It's. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Okay, so, so you're discrediting me having Roger Clemens because he only played two seasons. 
No, but the thing is, is that Roger Clemens was actually like consistent. Like Frank Thomas came here near the end of his career. Frank Thomas like was almost going to retire at Jay. The only reason why he didn't is because he went to Oakland for some reason. I don't know why. He literally went to Oakland because I guess he wanted to retire in California. And he only played like 50 games. And he hit, he hit better in Oakland than he did with with the Jays. That's almost like if I was doing like a Phillies list, okay? Say I'm doing a list for the Philadelphia Phillies. And I put Jose Bautista as my best right fielder over Bryce Harper. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, man. No. I have to live with Frank Thomas being my, my DH. Okay, Just whatever. Well, well, everyone will agree with mine over yours any day of the week. Let's be real. I don't know, man. Frank Thomas. No. If you have no. it in his prime. I, I guarantee you, if I like DM'd Cole right now, Cole would agree with me. And he would be <laughs> like, No, you are on drugs. Like you have like I don't even know what Hey anyway. It's no disrespect to Carlos Delgado. Carlos Delgado was great and he's one of the reasons why along with Roy Holiday, why I fell in love with this team. If but, you could see, my, if you could see my face right now, I'm like massaging my eyelids out of place. He wasn't, he wasn't a true DH, so I couldn't, in my heart, say put him down as DH because that would be disrespectful to Carlos Delgado. I mean, okay, so now that we got this argument out of the way, which I'm clearly right, and Joey is never going to be right ever again. Um, I really want to see who the honorable mentions are because I'm afraid of who you left off the list that you consider. Okay, here's my list of honorable mentions. These are mostly just players that may not have necessarily have been like great, but I just loved them for whatever reason. Okay, so I have Aaron Hill, just because I really liked him growing up. Vernon Wells, Alex Rios. And Carlos Delgado are all in my honorable mentions. I'm shaking my head profusely. Um, so is uh, actually no. I also have like he wasn't here for long, which is why he wasn't even close to making my pitchers list. But David Price, just because of the impact he had on the city when he got traded here, and like how dominant he was for that small amount of time that he was here. So on my honorable list, I had for catchers. I actually had Greg Zahn on the list. Because no, as he's much kind of as, blacklisted. As much as he's blacklisted, he did, and as much as you look at him, he had the longevity suits, that no other catcher had. Yeah, that era. and also like, you know, you, even though you look at him and you just see the guy probably took a bunch of PEDs, like the guy was still a pretty solid catcher. Like it was between him and JP Aaron Sebia, and I would go with Zahn over Aaron Sebia, even though as a person I think Aaron Sebia is a lot better. Um, is super nice, apparently. Uh, for first baseman, I put uh, Justin Smoke just because you know he did have that one All Star year, but as he got older, he wasn't great, but he wasn't. He kind of rejuvenated his career in Toronto. I feel like he'll have a good year when he's with uh, the Brewers. Um, yeah. For second baseman, I put I only put Roberto Alomar. I didn't have anyone. There's no other argument that. to make. Right um, now. for uh, for. Shortstop, I put Tulowitzki. I put an asterisk, Bichette, and I put like uh, Biggio, Bichette, and Guerrero. I left them off the list because I hope that they can get on the list after this year, whenever this year decides to start. Um, for third baseman, 
I had Brett Laurie and Aaron Hill, but they weren't really they didn't really have much of a chance. Uh, for the outfielder, I had Jose Cruz Jr. as one of my oh, uh, alternate outfielders, which he was good. I didn't even think um, of him, but yeah. Who else did I have that was an outfielder? Uh, I had Kevin Pillar on the on the honorable list just because he's been here and he was a, a big draw to the city. Um, who else did I have here? Um, I did put Michael Saunders because of the whole Captain Canada thing. At this point, looking at the names that I put on my honorable mentions, I think they're a lot better than what was on the list. Um, for first baseman, I put I didn't put I put Edwin at Asterix because I didn't know. Same thing with Carlos Delgado. I put both of them as like DH and whatnot. See, um, I, I'm the only person who actually had a true DH on their list, so I think I win for that. That that topic is dead. We're not revisiting that. Um, for pitchers, <laughs> I put I wrote Mark Burley down because Burley was great, and when he was here, he actually was here for multiple years. So I'm putting I put Burley down. Yeah, I, I was thinking about putting Burley on my list too. Like I put Stroman and Sanchez as well because they were both really good even though one of them kind of was a little too vocal at times. Um, There's like, times with Strowman especially where, like, I really liked him as a player, but, like, on social media and stuff, I just want to, like, I just want to slap him sometimes and be like, what are you doing? Just shut it, up. It's, it's, it, it, he was hit and miss, but as yeah. a person, he's probably a, a pretty good guy. No, he probably um, is, but, like, like, I'm all for players showing personality and stuff, especially in a sport as dull as baseball when it comes to that. But, like, when he was, like, calling out, like, his team on social media and not keeping that kind of stuff, like, in-house and stuff, I, was, I just wanted to go up and be like, what are you doing? And just, like, slap yeah, him. Yeah, it was, it, it like, was just like... shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bad. Um, trying to think of who else. Uh, for, right, relievers... Um... I put Liam Hendricks because when he was here, he was really good. He was actually, yeah, I really like Liam Hendricks. Um, I put Jason Grilly because why not? Everyone I put, I put, uh, I put Jack Norris, who I was debating on putting in my rotation because he was here and he did win a World Series with us, but decided against it. Um, looking at my list now, I think that's it. Like pictures, I was very like. Sure. Like, okay, I did put Dave Steve as well, just so everyone doesn't get mad at me. I just didn't put him on my list. <laughs> put Hinjin Ryu, even though he hasn't pitched a game. He hasn't even had a game with the Jays yet. <laughs> but he will. But he will. Um, but yeah, that's really about it. I haven't really like put a bunch of other names. I'm really, really curious to see what the hell, who the hell you omitted from the list. Okay, you want me to go through by position? Yeah, and I'm having my like hand so close to my head so I can face palm okay. every time. Okay, yeah. So starting pitchers, like there's a few from like like Marco Estrada probably like you could consider on there. Like I know he's made your list. I was a big Marco Estrada guy. Like yeah, Sanchez, Stroman, and I put David Price on my on my list just because like I said earlier, like. Just the impact he had on the city when he like came here and like how successful he was in his short time here. Other name um, I'll put I'll put down that I forgot is Jay Happ. Yes, Jay Happ was uh, in two stints here. He was actually 
I really liked him. I really liked his game. For, like, relief pitchers, like, the only one that, like, uh, Casey Jansen, but not really. Like, he had a few good stints, but mostly just inconsistent. Um, I really like Ken Giles. I thought about putting him as a closer, but then I remember Tom Hankey exists. And then uh, uh, for a relief pitcher, uh, Brett Cecil is probably, like, my top honorable mention spot. Just because, okay. like... I thought he really settled into his relief pitcher role like well and was dominant for like that one year when he was an all star. He was like lights out. That's and true. Then, and then uh first base, Carlos Delgado obviously goes without saying. Second base, like I have like I don't really have anybody <laughs> just because it was Roberto Alomar, no questions asked. I think that was the one that we all unanimously yeah. went with. Third base, like, same. Like, there's nobody that I can really, like, think of who I can even make an argument for Donaldson, especially, like, like how how dominant Donaldson was in his time in Toronto. Like, there's no one else I can really think of. For shortstop, Troy Tulowitzki was, like, the only other name I was battling. But a fan favorite of mine was John McDonald, even though he couldn't hit for shit. Nothing got by him on the field. He was an, a, an amazing defender. Okay. Um, outfielders, um, yeah, like Ward Jr. is one that comes to mind. Um, Vernon Wells, obviously, was one of my favorite players watching growing up. But my favorite player growing up, he just didn't make this list because I think the three players I have on my list were, made more of an impact on the Jays at the very least. Was uh, was Alex Rios? I loved Alex Rios when I played baseball. I modeled my batting stance after his, and I played left field just because he did. I don't know what it was about him. He was just my favorite player growing up. I mean, I, I get your point. Like, it's not a bad choice, but like, I don't know something about him. Like, it just never really sat well with me. I don't know, especially when you're a kid, though. There's just like these like really small things that you don't even remember why they're just your favorite player. And like that's it, <laughs> like. I mean, yeah. And it's just like, like just, it's just nostalgic thinking back of him and like how much I loved him. Like had like an Alex Rios jersey when I was younger. <laughs> I don't remember what jersey I had when I was younger. I think I just had, had a, my cousin gave me a Brett Lowry jersey that just you know, he didn't fit him anymore. Um, then he got then I got an Alomar jersey that like. It just had the, the number 12. It didn't have his uh, his number on the back of it. Um, that's it, really. Like, I can't remember anything else I could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I remember like the longest time I didn't have a jersey, like a Jays jersey, but I just bought like as many as I could find of those like jersey t-shirts. <laughs> Of, like, any Blue Jays player I could find. Like, I had so many of them. Yeah. Like, I, it's, it's funny, especially, like, when you go into, like, the stores and you just see, like, all of the the jerseys of, like, people that, like, aren't even there anymore. And you're just like, hey, look, take a picture. Cause that shit's going to be gone in, like, a week. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would, like, buy all those. But, like, then I, then I like, I'm 
about, I'm thinking about like buying all those things of like former players of teams just because like I think they're funny and cool. But then I like, when am I ever gonna wear this? Oh yeah, that answer is never. So just screw you <laughs> and just don't even buy it. Yeah, um, I think also like with uh, what else was what was I gonna say? Um, with what I was gonna say about that, it's like when people like buy a jersey and then the player gets traded and they're like, I wasted so much money on X player because they got traded and I'm just like, why'd you bother? Like, just get a get a custom jersey. Like, get someone who's already like played and like retired. Well, like, like I have a Vladdy jersey, but that jersey is at least relevant for another five years. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then uh, I have my Holiday and Alomar ones. And then I have my Devin Travis one. <laughs> that one's gonna be a fossil down the line. You know what? I was such, like, a petty, like, Jays fan. Like, I wanted people to know that I just wasn't, especially during, like, the 2015-16 runs, there's so many, like, bandwagon, like, casual fans, which, like, I was so mean towards them when I was younger. I was like, no, I'm the baseball fan, and you don't know anything. I've been following this team way more than you have, and you just come in now when they're good. What? You're just like, I know more than you do. Yeah, so I wanted to make sure that people knew that with the jersey I got, so that's why I got a Devin Travis jersey. But it's not like I just got it out of spite. Like, I actually really like Devin Travis's game, especially when he was healthy. So I was just like... Oh, yeah, give me Devin Travis jersey because I didn't also didn't want a jersey that like everybody had. Like everybody had Encarnacion jersey, everybody had Bautista, everybody had Donaldson. I remember one guy I think showed up to school in um in a Chris Colavello jersey, and then it just really sucked. Like literally like a, a month like a month after the 16 season started, they're just like yeah like he got like tested positive for PEDs, and he's just like. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't need this anymore, and just like took it off and threw it in his locker. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, like. Chris Colabello I'm, was Woodbridge was Woodbridge's favorite player. There's <laughs> always that one player that attracts the demographics. Yep, there was there was Andrea Bonyani, in uh, for the Raptors. Oh God. It was Carlo Coliacovo for the Leafs and Michael Pekka. Everybody loved those two. Here in Wood, here in the bridge. <laughs> I remember the bridge. When mm-hmm. Mike, when actually Mike Camilleri was the closest to me within yeah. my area. If, I yeah, think he, if it's someone saying McDavid I went to school too, with his cousin. I went to elementary school with his cousin. <laughs> I heard someone saying that McDavid like was from my area, but then like some people on the broadcast were like, "No, he's from Newmarket." Yeah, he's and from I'm Newmarket. Like, those are those are two different areas. Like mm-hmm. I get it, but they're two different areas. Yeah. It's like if you're, it's like people saying like if they're from like, I don't know, give me like a weird town, place like, like say Timmins. If, yeah, you're from like Timmins or you're from like Pickering or some crap, and then someone's just like, oh yeah, I'm from Toronto. It's like no, you're not. You're from Pickering or you're from Timmins or whatever. Mm. Like it's it's weird. Yeah. All right, so. Maybe wrap this up talking about yeah, what's we, your favorite Blue Jays moment. Uh, favorite moment, I think, is going to be the same as you, because we both lived it, was the bat flip in 2015. Uh, I watched it on Friday night because they decided to, to oh, put it. Oh, and Tim and Sid. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I also liked in uh, an MLB 19, the show, they put it as a, they put like a bunch of like moments to recreate like throughout the season and also like through seasons past. And they did the backflip and I did it on the first pitch that I saw. Did they actually have him doing the backflip in the game? It was, it wasn't in the game. It was like basically just like recreate the moment in the form of like, you know, you could just have have to hit a home run here kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, I know that there's, um, there's the backflip option, but I don't know if it's like with, uh, with, Bautista's character arc, I can't, or like uh, his character sprite, I can't remember, because like I did that, God, I did that, when did I do that, that was like months ago, I think the last time I did it was like friggin, God, like was it, it might have been beginning of, of 2019, because that game was, that game's, I think it's been more than a year that that game's been out, it's how old that I am, like I'll realize, oh yeah, this game came out like a year ago, and I'll be like, oh shit, I feel old now. And then like I'll look at like the calendar and yeah. I'm just like, well, it's gonna be a while until they make another one that's basically gonna be the mm-hmm. same as every other game. Yeah, like I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with the bat flip being my favorite moment that I've lived. It was just I didn't believe it happened at the time. Like I was like pinching myself. But yeah, the whole like, entire inning itself. Oh was, man, was yeah. Was so stressful. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it was that so it went stressful. one way, not the other way. Yeah, and then um, like another like few moments, like a lot of them are during like those two seasons when they had the playoff runs, like uh, like Josh Donaldson when he uh, it was again I think it was a regular season game going into the playoffs when he tagged up from third on like an infield pop up to like second base. I remember oh, that was like, a really remember, cool. I remember that. Um, that was a really cool moment. Him in the game three against Texas in 2013, when we swept them, and he scored the game-winning run or the series-winning run, and we swept those assholes in Texas. I believe he beat 2016. I think you said 2016. Yeah, that's 2016. And yeah, Josh Donaldson winning MVP, obviously. It's nice to see a. Uh, Toronto player getting recognition because that doesn't happen in the NHL. <laughs> yeah. Or the it's, NBA, really. Yeah, the NBA still is in denial that the Raptors are, are champions, which they might still be the only champions because if the season gets canceled, which God forbid, I hope it doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, then uh, yeah, we're gonna have to deal with that all over again. So. Yeah, that's hope- a, those were a fun two years feels weird that like when you look back it was like four or five years ago at this point really really strange yeah time's going fast except when you're in quarantine and it's going by painfully slow which hopefully by next week's show i'll have mlb 20 and then i'll tell you guys if it's worth it or not um and then i'll probably be playing that while somewhat procrastinating and doing assignments mixture of both sounds about right Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, don't I guess don't watch Love Is Blind. I guess like that's the best advice we could give you if you're trying yes, to pass do not the time. Put yourself through that. I was told it was uh, literal literal torture. I guess. So insanely stupid is another way you can put it too. Yeah, I would I would I guess agree with that in that way. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think we got everything covered. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll That's have it for more, today. Hopefully we'll have more positive news next time we record, but that's being ambitious and hopeful but you gotta mm-hmm. be at this point yeah follow us on yeah, twitter follow us on twitter at bender6pod and then at me and joey's personal twitter accounts because we like engagement and friends and fun stuff and you can try to convince me how wrong i am for thinking frank thomas is yeah is a good please, DH. please please smack this kid silly because he's wrong and I think we all need to show him that he is wrong and how I am right and my list is better than his and all that fun stuff. <laughs> and if you well, agree with him, then what's wrong with you? We need to have a mental evaluation. There's absolutely nothing wrong with them if they agree with me because I am right. Okay, before I get more agitated, let's end the show while we're still friends. Uh... So yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Thank you guys for sitting through this and disagreeing or agreeing with our takes, whatever you want to go with. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's everything. And um, stay inside. And or go on a walk. Why not that? That if you want to walk, go on a walk. Just day. don't touch anything. <laughs> yeah, touch yourself. Wait, no, that sounded really bad. Um, just I mean, you could. Smart. No, because then if you do that in public, that's called... Uh, no, not in public, but... Oh, okay. I, okay, I, I didn't know what way we're ending this off. So You just, I, you, you just made it weird. I made so, it weird. Great. I did so my I'll useful let, job. So I'll let you, uh, I'll, I'll let you take it from here. So you're right. messing up right now. Yeah, I did not mean in that sense of bad non-PG ways of touching yourself. I did not mean that at all. Um, yeah, I already know that if any of my friends listen this far into the show or skip near the end, I'm going to get brutalized, but whatever. I said what I said. We're, we're good. So, yeah, I guess that's all there is to it. Anything else you want to say besides me? Making the fool out of myself. Uh, yeah, St. Thomas is 58 for the J. Okay, that's everything. Um, we'll see you guys in the Get out.